It's Monday morning. Welcome to morning prayer. This is the Reverend Janet Richardson. The service begins on page 79 in the Book of Common Prayer. I was glad when they said, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us continue with the Venite on page 82. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The psalm appointed for today is Psalm 149, found on page 807. Hallelujah! Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing his praise in the congregation of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in his Maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people and adorns the poor with victory. Let the faithful rejoice in triumph. Let them be joyful on their beds. Let the praises of God be in their throat and a two-edged sword in their hand to wreak vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles with links of iron, to inflict on them the judgment decreed. This is glory for all faithful people. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The reading appointed for today is from the fifth chapter of Matthew, verses 1 through 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. 
Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today is All Saints Day. I chose the readings for next year for All Saints so you wouldn't hear the same readings that you heard yesterday. One of my favorite songs we sing on All Saints is the song, I Sing the Song of the Saints of God. I'd like to read those words. I sing a song of the saints of God patient and brave and true, who toiled and fought and lived and died for the Lord they loved and knew. And one was a doctor, and one was a queen, and one was a shepherdess on the green. They were all of them saints of God I mean, God helping to be one too. They loved their Lord so dear, so dear, and his love made them strong. And they followed the right for Jesus' sake the whole of their good lives long. And one was a soldier, and one was a priest, and one was slain by a feast wild beast. And there's not any reason, no, not the least, why I shouldn't be one too. They live not only in ages past, there are hundreds of thousands still. The world is bright with the joyous saints who love to do God's will. You can meet them in school, or in lanes, or at sea, in church, or in trains, or in shops, or at tea. For the saints of God are just folks like me, and I mean to be one too. I would like to talk about a saint of God that I knew, one who was patient, brave, who lived and died for the Lord she knew, and God's love made her strong. Her name was June Cassidy. I met her when she was about 87, 88 years old. She was feisty. I remember her in the back seat of my car on the way home from a dinner theater in Indianapolis that about 30 or so members of the church attended. She was 92 at the time and said, I have cataracts. I just don't understand it. There aren't cataracts in my family. We all chuckled to ourselves. Once she went to the doctors with a problem, and the doctor told her that she was old. She was in her 90s at the time. So what did she do? She got a new doctor. I will tell you just a small part of her life that I knew. She was married with three sons. Her husband had died some 20 years before I met her. I don't know if she went to college. I do know that when she was younger, she would go to migrant camps to teach the people English. She taught hundreds of people to read and write English in her lifetime. I would go to visit her, and I always came out enriched by our conversations. I believe I received more from her 
that she received from me. She read a lot of spiritual books of all kinds. She was always open to learn new things. She never put God in a box. She read those books over and over again and always wrote on the inside the dates she read them. She was like a lending library, sharing her books and thoughts about them. You always felt honored when she let you take one of her precious books she had read so many times before. When you are in your 80s and 90s, there's not a lot of things you can do physically to do God's work. There was one thing she could do, and she loved doing it. There was a center where unwed mothers took their children when they went to school. There were always small babies that needed to be rocked. She would go there and rock those babies. She got such joy in doing it. When the people running the center became uncomfortable with her rocking them because of her advanced age, her new job was sitting in the dark room when they took their naps because they needed someone there. She once told me, I can't hold them anymore, but I can pray for them. I go around the room and pray for each one of those babies by name. And I'm sure she did. Her oldest son died in his late 70s. She was too old to make the trip. She said there was nothing she could do, and that was fine because he was with God now. At the time of his funeral, many offered to sit with her, but she wanted to be alone. She told me she wrapped herself in a blanket her son had given her and prayed during the service. She said she was there in spirit and she felt God's and her son's presence with her. She had accumulated a large number of crosses during her life. She gave most of them to me and told me to give them to whoever might need them. I still had some left when I retired from that church. They were left for the next priest. She lived by herself in a small apartment until she died, though she did spend the last days in the hospital. The strongest thing they had to give her was Tylenol because she had never taken medicine for pain or been in the hospital except to have babies. She believed that vinegar and honey was the key to her health and demanded that they give it to her, and they did. Her apartment got smaller and smaller as the years went on and her money ran out. She slipped once on a newspaper on the floor of her last apartment and had to go to rehab. She couldn't believe all the young people that were there. Of course, she was talking about people in their 70s and 80s. She was always the wise woman of faith that others looked to. There was a hall in the apartment she lived in and people from the community and church gave her a party for her 100th birthday. Over a two-hour period, many people came to thank her for all she had done for them. It warmed all our hearts. She died later that year. She really wanted to give her body to science when she died. She signed all the papers. She said, maybe they can learn something from my body. I won't need it anymore.
Unfortunately, she had an infection, and they were not allowed to use it. I'm glad she didn't know that. She would have been very disappointed. Most of us have gone to funerals for people of great age. Most of their friends have died, and usually there is only a few family members there. Not so at June's funeral. It was standing room only. I was contacted by a family singing group who wanted to give tribute to June at the funeral. It seems when they were young, they wanted a keyboard. And you can guess, June had bought one for them. It was the liveliest Episcopal funeral I had ever seen. The group was fantastic. They brought all kinds of instruments, sang gospel songs. The place was rocking. One sang the song Imagine, and it was one of the best I've ever heard. There were African-Americans, Korean, Mexican, all kinds of people of every color singing their hearts out for a hundred-year-old woman who made a difference in their lives. I heard many wonderful stories that day about June. She truly lived for the Lord she knew. She was an ordinary woman who lived an extraordinary life. We see ourselves as ordinary people But that is not how God sees us. In God's eyes, we are unique, each with our own gifts that can be offered up to God. As it says in the song about the saints, God's love made them strong. With God's strength, let us be saints too. Amen. Let us pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I invite your intercessions and thanksgivings at this time. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.